Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It is Carla Kitty. Happy Tuesday. That's right. It's Tune In Tuesday for the Carla Kitty Show. And I'm saying it's today because, well, Carla Kitty doesn't normally air on Tuesdays, but I had an amazing guest last night. And I wanted to jump on here and I wanted to elaborate on exactly why I decided to go ahead and interview this guest. The amazing guest was Alice Little. That's right. She is the uh, Las Vegas' highest paid sex worker. Uh, she was an awesome fucking interview. Thank you once again, Alice. Um, but before we get to her um, her interview, I wanted to talk about what it is that I do. I do inspire and empower all walks of life on my show. A lot of people know that I promote up-and-coming talent from across the world. Um, and my other big thing is um, supporting women in the entertainment adult entertainment industry. Um they get a lot of shit, a whole lot of shit. They get called sluts, hoes, whores, and more. And I never really did quite understand this at all because I think people forget that they got here because their mom, your mom, you listening right now, she got here because she did the exact same thing that those ladies were doing and are doing. She let another man's dick penetrate her. He came in her. And guess what? You came about. That's right. That's right, folks. You're here because your mama did the nasty and so did your daddy. So again, why? Why are adult entertainers, mainly females, so disrespected? Hmm. Is it because they uh, accept money for it? Well, in some form or fashion, I hate to tell you guys this, but we all kind of accept money in some form or fashion for sex. Um, even in marriage, it's nine times out of ten, the husband is paying for the majority of the bills. And I get it. Today is modernized and women are working and helping out a lot more, so please don't get me wrong. But the reality of it is, no matter who you are or what you do, you are still accepting money in some form for sexual favors. Because, I mean, let's, let's truth be told. Would anybody be getting married if there wasn't sex involved? I don't think that they would. I mean, yes, there's other factors, but that's keeping it 100 with you guys. I mean, I don't even know of a guy, honestly, truth be told, that would be like, you know what? She's just the greatest fucking woman on earth. I don't care if she ever sucks my dick or let me near her pussy. I, I would be... I would be stupefied if I actually found one. And I'd be like, damn, you know what? You're right. I was wrong. So you'd probably be the only one on the planet that I would ever meet. So, okay. Now, here's another reason that people like to say, oh, well, they're filming it. That should be kept personal. That's between a man and a woman or a woman and a woman or a, a, husband or a boyfriend and a boyfriend. They're filming it. And they put it out there for others to see. I'm pretty damn sure that everybody's filming their sex right now. But, you know, I, I'm pretty damn sure of it. Maybe if you aren't, you know, I get it, okay? But we're all filming it now. Some of us are posting it. Some of us are, you know, letting our boyfriends or lovers watch it. Some of it are sending it to our, you know, um, significant side bitches. Um, so everybody's filming it. So, again, please, somebody, I would love for them to elaborate on why women in the sex entertainment industry are so disrespected. I would love an answer. 
did you know that porn is a global estimated of 97 billion dollars about 12 about 12 billion of that is coming from the united states alone back in 2016 Pornhub had revealed that they had no fewer than 64 million daily visitors. Wow. Its videos were watched an incredible 92 billion times in the previous year. That works out at 12 and a half videos for every person on the planet. So my point is, is that we get it. There's very few that are not watching porn. But 12.5 videos per day per person for every person on the planet. That's a pretty good number. So that means you fucking perverts are all watching. Yet you're still disrespecting. Mainly the females. I'm not going to say that the males don't get disrespected. But it's pretty fucking rare if they do. I, don't, I honestly, I don't think I've ever heard of a male being disrespected other than ones that have turned out to be, you know, pedophiles and shit. But other than that, I've never really heard a man being disrespected. So, you know, I'm not like to joke about sex workers' lives matter, but they really kind of do. You know, people like to say, well, that's not a real job. It kind of is, because if you only knew the shit that they had to go through, put up with, you know, listening to people during the pandemic, not being able to get unemployment because they're contracted workers. Um, really? Really? If it wasn't for those so-called contracted workers, there'd be a lot of unhappy people. A lot of unhappy people. I know a lot of people who also are self-employed. Me, myself, I'm self-employed. I'm still getting an unemployment check. But do you realize, like, none of those girls that work for the brothel, or even maybe strippers, or anybody that's in the porn industry, can go out and get nine to fives because people find out what you do. Managers of other companies find out what you do and they don't want that attached to their company. When the reality of it is, is the man that just told that person they can't have a job because of what they do. I'm sure they're not technically telling them that. Probably was just jerking off in his office to fucking some porn. Probably that person who he just told, no, I'm sorry, we can't help you because of what you do. So my choice in choosing to interview Alice was simply because show some more I want I want these ladies to be shown more respect. Um yes it's a choice but you know you know all damn good and well that if you guys could do it you would. If you had the balls to do it you would. Some of you don't do it because you're worried about what people will say about you. Well everybody's doing what they're doing. The only difference is is they're public about it. And from what I understand, based on the statistics that I've been reading here, everybody's talking about it. So who is anybody to judge what these girls are doing? And we eat, we watch it for a lot of different reasons. We watch it to masturbate, get off. We watch it to maybe get ideas, to be better lovers to our current ones. Um, man, th this is a very touchy topic for me because like I said as a person in the adult entertainment industry I go through a lot of shit too 
Um, we all have fetishes, creepy fetishes or people, things that people find creepy. I've been called, um, oh, what did they, what did they call me on that one show? They said I had no integrity because I allowed somebody to put their fist in. Huh. I wonder what it meant when I was having three kids that came out of me. wonder if I lost my integrity then. You know, or when I let a, a big, big dip go inside of me. I wonder if I lost my integrity then, too. You know, people's fetishes are just that. They're things that uh, they crave sexually. So what? There's things people crave when they're hungry. Does that mean we lose our integrity because we wanted a fish sandwich? Or we shove that whole fish sandwich in our mouth? Does that, does that mean we lose our integrity? I mean, you guys can call this simple-minded or whatever you want. Or I don't believe in God or I need help because there's something wrong with me or whatever. I'm cool with that. You go ahead and you think that. Why you go masturbate to some more porn having eat Cheetos in the basement of your mom's and <laughs> your mom's basement while you eat Cheetos in a fucking beanbag. Anyways, you guys, here comes the podcast with Alice Little. I hope you enjoy it. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 everybody, it's Carla Kitty. We are here tonight with the awesome Alice Little, the highest paid sex worker here in Las Vegas. She is a bomb.com. First off, I wanted to let everybody know, uh, show some love to the uh, show, some support and some love to the show. There is a link on here that you can click and you can, you know, tip us, you know, whatever you like, 5, 10, 15, 1,000, you know, your choice. But uh, hold on there. There we go. Um, so yeah, show show some uh, love and some support. We are actually being heard in multiple countries right now. We are being heard in Denmark, Singapore, Netherlands, Germany, Hungary, Shashakia. I can't even pronounce that one. We are being heard internationally. It's pretty awesome. So um, I'm going to move right into um, this interview with Alice. Say hi, Alice. Hey, how's your night going? Not too bad. You sound all happy and everything. How are, how's your night going? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, enough for sure. Very cool, very cool. So it was kind of interesting, and first of all, I owe Alice an apology. Everybody knows I can occasionally be a bitch. I thought I was supposed to do this interview with her last week, and I was, you know, just kind of rude to her, and I was like, fucking Flake from Kellogg's, blah, blah, blah. I was being mean. So my apologies to Alice, first off. Um, a lot of people kind of know that I actually almost went and worked for the brothels, unfortunately, right before Dennis had passed away. Um, I actually did a tribute to Dennis. Um, he's on the cover of my magazine, Kitty Karma magazine. So, um, Alice, I want you to say hi, and I want you to tell people a little bit about who you are and what's going on. Yes, hi, everyone. My name is Alice Little. I'm a sex worker, sex educator, and intimacy expert. You figure that the legal brothels here in Nevada have been closed since the beginning of COVID-19, nine months now, and there's been no end in sight to the shutdown. When questioned about reopening the brothels, the governor replied that it wasn't even on his radar, and he was more interested in getting the schools reopened first. As a result of that, I decided to bring a lawsuit against the governor for violating my amendment rights. That's what's up. That's what I'm talking about right there. She ain't getting no D, so guess what? You're getting sued, to slack. So. <laughs> well, it's ridiculous. Every single other industry has had the opportunity to reopen in some form or fashion, which 
all sorts of different modifications and regulations in place, why can't the processor have them too? It's no different than any other industry in Nevada, and we deserve the same amount of respect and opportunity to make a living as they do. Right. And, you know, and as a uh, an adult entertainer myself, you know, doing that we do what we do, it's not real easy for us to go out and get a nine to five because a lot of people tend to frown at the fact that we are adult entertainers. Um, has that been an issue for you getting any other sort of job? Of course. You figure many of my coworkers have experienced discrimination when it comes to applying for different types of jobs. Not to mention the fact that there's discrimination on every single level when it comes to being a tax worker. We experience discrimination in the banking system. We experience discrimination in regards to where we are legally able to work. We experience discrimination in regards to our inability to negotiate our work contracts with the brothels. I mean, it is not an easy industry to begin with and combine it with the pandemic no. and it's damn near impossible. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you on that. Um, it's actually a lot of what my show's about is inspiring, you know, a lot of the uh, adult entertainers, especially the female adult entertainers, we get so dogged and disrespected. And I've said this a million times on my show, what we have to do, I mean, we're not just actresses, I mean, because we really have to put on an act to be intimate or sexual with somebody that we, one, may not like, may not even be attracted to. And then, like you said, with everything else that, you know, comes with it, um, like you said, during the pandemic, of course, trying to get any other sort of job is like, oh, God, you have sex? You know, forgetting how they got here. <laughs> but, you know. Um, oh, God. You figured the entire adult industry was excluded from the Paycheck Protection Program. We were made ineligible for any small business administration loans. And most of us are independent contractors. So right. that means we didn't get plus unemployment either. I mean, right. we really got all the way around by the pandemic. Right. Oh, so that's a very interesting topic that you brought up. Um, as a sex worker, a licensed sex worker here in Nevada, and I'll explain that to people here in a minute, too, because a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people are under the impression that prostitution is legal here in Nevada. No, it's not. We have to have a license to operate our cootie cats. So, yeah, it's called a sheriff's license. <laughs> She's called a sheriff's license, and so, yeah, she's licensed, which means she's legal to do so. Yep, there is a very extensive process, background test, FBI fingerprinting, in addition to weekly required STD and FBI tests. Right. That's just a minimum of what it takes to become a legal sex worker right. in Nevada. It's a very extensive process. Right, and that was one of the reasons I had, you know, chosen to go work for the brothels was because I knew that there was so much that was entailed in that, you know, um, health-wise, I was going to be looked after properly and stuff like that. So, um, but you were saying that you are not able to get unemployment as a legal sex worker here in Nevada. Correct. That's because I am not an employee. I am an independent contractor, which means that if I want to huh. file for any claims, it is under something called the Big Cares. Now, However, the CARES Act has been active for months and months and months in Nevada. Wow. And the workers are still waiting on claims from back in March. So, and I got to be careful what I say, but um, as a woman who hasn't technically been working myself, I was able to get unemployment. Yet you are a working woman, legally working woman in the state of Nevada, and you can't get unemployment. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be following this case through. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's incredibly frustrating. These figures, 
here that we've been doing nine months. And let's be frank here. Many of the owners are affluent. That's how they're able to afford to own a legal brothel. It's no cheap thing. There's a limited number of licenses available. And you figure that there's only 20-odd brothels for the entire state. Right. The brothel owners themselves tend to be fairly wealthy folks who are already well-invested in other businesses, have various holdings. Right. They can survive a year. So... No work and no income. But the sex workers, not so much. I mean, many of my coworkers are mothers. They're worried about how they're going to put food on their table for their kids. I right. mean, it's a disaster. Now, let me, let me ask you this. Have a lot of people laughed at you for you know, make, uh, pursuing this lawsuit? Well, I think people laugh in the sense that it's about the most classic Nevada lawsuit one could bring about <laughs> a tax worker suing the governor. I mean, it's crazy when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It's one of those only in Nevada stories. Right. But it's not just like some fly-by-night concept. No, there's really legitimately something put here. You figure that we're allowed to go and get facial piercings, tattoos, Right, and I mean, let, 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 let's face it, prostitution, legal sex acts, they happen all day, every day. The only difference is, is your license, you can do it and talk about it. I mean, women go out on dates and they're expected to, you know, put out at the end of the night anyways, as long as there's no exchange of money, blah, 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 blah. Every female yeah, on the I mean, every female and every male on this planet yeah. is technically a prostitute at the end of the day. Sex did not stop because there is a pandemic. Right. I was wondering. I was wondering if Sisolak's wife closed her legs by any chance. I'd love to hear from her. Right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's it's so silly. It simply comes down to the fact that it's not on his radar in the same way the casinos are on his radar due to the sheer amounts of money they right. generate for. I mean, I haven't stopped. I know I personally haven't stopped seeing any of my gentlemen callers. And I mean, I, you know, I haven't gotten anything, you know, they got. But, um, so out of curiosity, and this might be none of my business, but I'm going to ask anyways, because I'm sure the viewers or listeners may want to know. What are you suing him for? Oh, gosh. Well, you figure I want the brothels to reopen. Um, were were your lawyers happy to take this case? <laughs> well, to give you an idea, I sent an email out expecting it to be a few days. Maybe I'd get a response if I was lucky. He called me within about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he said beyond words. He had previously represented Dennis Hoff, so later on the Bunny Ranch. So he was very excited to take on a case that was very reminiscent that Dennis would have done should he have been alive throughout this. Right, right. That's very, quite comical, actually. So, yeah, interesting. Um, have you actually had the opportunity to speak to the governor himself, personally? Well, considering that he currently is tested positive for uh, COVID, no. 
I do remember that. From yes, our governor did just test positive for COVID-19. Interesting. I mean, I wish him all the best. I wonder if he I got that from never, a prostitute. I wish ill on somebody. But it really does go to like, no matter what you do, the best precautions, you know, this is the thing. We need to learn how to make the best choices possible for all of the various industries. Right. You know, at this point, I look at, like, if they're letting casinos open and massage parlors and bars and whatnot, I mean, everything's pretty much opened back up. Let's face it. At this point, it should be a human being's discretion as to whether they want to go out and be out and about knowing that COVID-19 is possibly out there. I mean, that, and that's what it should really boil down to is it should be at your discretion. I mean, if there's sex workers that say, you know what, we have this COVID-19, I'm not taking the chance. I'm sorry, I'm not coming back. Uh, and that's their call. But who, who, who is anybody to say, well, we have the right to do with our anatomy, our mouths, our vaginas, our dicks, you know, whatever, really. Who, who is Sisolak to say what you can and cannot do with it? It's freedom of choice. And speaking right. from a harm reductionist standpoint, it would be safer to open the brothels in which we have access to testing, we have access to beautiful facilities, we have access to staff who is able to help maintain a pristine environment. Mm-hmm. Instead, we get nothing, and we inevitably know that ladies that were formerly working within the legal industry have no choice now but to work independently in the criminalized sector. Right, right, right. Now, I'm going to get a little more personal, a little more funny. What do you love most about your job? Oh, God, getting to work with people. I absolutely love people. I'm a diehard people person, just from all sorts of different backgrounds, life experiences, and help them kind of becoming their best selves, actually, and right. intimately. And I don't know, it's the whole thing. I, I really miss that human connection aspect of my job. Right, right. And what what is it? Uh, obviously, you're a sex worker, so we know that you watch porn. Am I wrong or am I right? Oh, you're 100% correct. <laughs> I definitely watch porn. I think porn is very healthy when used appropriately. But right. Like, too much of it. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> what is your go-to porn, Alice? Ooh, I have to say, I like massage porn. I think like the Hedra art style is just so sexy and beautiful and well done. I just really like the slow build-up. Massage yeah. porn? Yeah. I have. You are the lamest answer I have ever received. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay. I think that there's something really, really sexy about that, like, slow, like, spreading oil over someone's body. And okay, now she brings out the oil. Okay, I get it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's something to it, I swear. It's not just, like, super cool. You, you said you were an intimacy expert, correct? Yes. What, is, what exactly does that mean? What does that entail? Prior to working at the Moonlight Funny Ranch, I was a traveling sex educator across the country. I was working with men, women, couples, GC, them, and everyone in between with different intimacy-related topics, conversations, how to talk to your partner, all sorts of different things. I'm pretty well-rounded and well-versed in my knowledge, and there's really nothing I'm uncomfortable talking about when it comes to intimacy. Right. So I apologize for my idiocracy of not knowing this. I haven't done that much research on you. Um, 
Are you straight? Are you bisexual? I identify more as pansexual, but yeah, I love everybody. I care more about who someone is than what they look like. I love that response. Beautiful response. That's awesome. Okay, so she is into the massage porn. I, you know, it's funny. We just did a show, I think it was last week, about the different types of fetishes. And these were fetishes that would actually gross you out. What's what's the worst thing or what is something that you absolutely will not do? Where you draw the line. I can't, I can't stand having, like, ice cream smeared all over my skin. What is it? That just sounds terrible. What is it called? Sloshing. I have never heard of that. What, what exactly is that? It is smearing food over someone's body and then licking it off of them. Everything oh. from ice cream to whipped cream to chocolate, anything that's very, like, smearable hmm. and textured. Okay, okay. I never heard of that one. I'm, it's funny because, you know, I just started doing some of the um, amateur porn for Pornhub, etc., um, all the great porn sites out there and whatnot. Um, and I, you know, I was like, why are they calling me an amateur? I think I know what I'm doing. And as I'm learning all these different names and fetishes, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I am an amateur because I don't know what some of it is. Somebody also told me about hot wife experience. I believe it was Luigi. It's called hot wife experience. Have you heard of it? Oh, yeah, that's the whole thing. I, I had not heard of that one, so I'm like, okay, I, I get it. This is probably why they keep referring to me as an amateur. <laughs> but, yeah, um, let me see. Yeah. So what is the most uh, – back back to the actual lawsuit. I'm sorry. I wanted to get a little personal. Oh, I did see, too. I knew this because I think you came out on the magazine right before me. You are on the cover of Elite Angel magazine, too, correct? Oh, yes. Shout out to Ronaldo D of Elite Angel Magazine and Dream Angel Magazine and Melee um, and all the radio stations and everything else that he owns. He's a great, great guy. Um, it's actually how I learned about you to begin with. So, um, Aww, how, wonderful folks. they are. How how is it that you ended up getting on the cover of uh, I don't was it Elite or or Dream Angel? I think it was Dream Angel. They uh, reached out to me over Twitter and they said they were interested in collaborating, and I thought it sounded like a lot of fun. Definitely, and she just went straight to the cover. You know, she's definitely on there. Yeah, and I had seen, um, I think it was a fan of yours, and he had posted a picture with it. She's just a petite, tiny little thing. How tall are you? Oh, I am four foot eight. I knew she was short. She's almost, you know, midget style, so four foot eight. Well, you figured the legal cutoff for being a little person in America is four foot eight, so I mean uh, Are you considered a little person? Technically, technically, I mean... I'm perfectly proportionate. I don't have any, like... No, she's, she's, she's got... She's got booty for short. days. She doesn't look, you know, misfigured or anything. She's drop-dead gorgeous. So, yeah, no, no, wor- no worries there. So, he just basically had said, you know, he wanted to collaborate with you, and you ended up taking cover, right? Yeah, it was really cool. Wow, that's, that's pretty awesome. Have you been... I mean, are you in any other magazines, or was modeling ever a profession oh, yeah, of yours? I've been- Awesome, very cool. Now I had seen, I forget what it was, but like an episode where the 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 Bunny Ranch, the girls there themselves, they do podcasts. Are you guys all still doing that or is it kind of something that has 
kind of it's fizzled away. It's been a little away. right now since the ranches are closed. I was running the podcast initially, and then I kind of was taking a break and switched hands, and now, of course, kind of tapped out throughout the pandemic, but we'll actually get reactivated uh, on the other side of things. I think you guys should keep it going and just have it be a little bitch fest about, you know, what's going on. I mean, I think that would really, it's obviously a little more dramatic and people are going to be like, oh, I wonder what they're bitching about today, you know, so. Oh, my goodness. I am working on a new podcast that will be starting up here soon. I'm very excited for it. So in development, of course, but first episode I'm hoping to have ready to go in December. Definitely. I mean, and if you guys if you guys are willing to collaborate too, I mean, I know, like I said, I was supposed to actually go work for Dennis. He unfortunately passed away. I really forget even what happened. I ended up losing touch with the gals and whatnot. But um, anyway, I could collaborate. I know I wanted to speak to another gal that had worked there and stuff too. But I know when it actually comes to speaking about the rants itself and whatnot, they've got to go through paperwork and stuff like that. But uh, I would love to interview a few more of the ladies up there. Uh, like I said, I uh, support especially female entertainers, um, what they have to go through is a lot. We get we get a lot of flack. I mean, I know myself, I have my haters that sit there and talk mad trash about me. And, like, speaking about uh, fetishes, you know, I'm pretty extreme in what I do. And, oh, yeah, I get I get dogged on pretty hard. So, uh, yeah. Oh, it, yeah, like they always say, sex work is work. Right. It, it's what people, what I want people to realize or remember is, the person that's running their mouth, which is several, are probably sitting at home doing way worse sexual things to themselves or whatever. Or a lot of them also forget how they actually got on this planet. But just because your mom didn't have a, vag- or a fucking camera up her vagina doesn't make her any less of a, quote, whore or slut than we are. And those terms don't really bother me. So when you call me a whore or a slut, well, your mom is too. Sorry, and I don't say that with any disrespect, but that is the reality of it. It took sex to get us here, and just because we're open and honest about what, how we do it and what we do it for, which is the exact same thing your parent did it for, you know, she was she was getting paid in some way, whether it was a a bill being paid or cash. And the only reason that sex isn't legal is because, or exchanging money for it is because they can't tax our pussies. That's it. Other than that, it would be legal. So the government can't tax it. industry is not a multi-billion dollar industry because nobody's watching so and I looked at some statistics and I'm not going to quote them right now because they're not in front of me but they were big that's all I <laughs> god I wish I had those in front of me right now anyways I was, I'm actually going to wrap this up with you um can you tell people where they can find you at if they are interested in you know um possibly when the brothels open back up how they can get in touch with you set appointments etc cetera, etc cetera. Yes, the best way to reach me directly is through email, alicelittle at thealicelittle.com. Of course, you can always visit my website, thealicelittle.com. 
And if you look on GoFundMe, I actually have a fund set up right now for defending Nevada's legal brothels. Right now, the lawsuit is entirely self-funded. Do you figure any and all support, even just a few dollars, really makes a big difference? Definitely. If you will send me that link, too, and I will actually attach it to this uh, podcast. That way, if people want to donate to it, um, I can definitely attach it to that. And then uh, if anybody wants to donate, they're more than welcome to. And I just wanted to say, obviously, a huge thank you. Um, How did you actually uh, hear about me? I I think I tagged you in what I was going to be podcasting about or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I saw it came up through my mentor. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I <laughs> kind of took it off from there. Right, and I'm like, I, I knew I tagged you, but you never know if it's, like, the right person because sometimes there's several different uh, mm-hmm. profiles or whatever. So it was like, oh, she heard the show. I was like, I hope I didn't, I was like, I hope I didn't say anything offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Are you kidding me? It has been such a pleasure chatting with you. You're wonderful. Keep up the good work. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, you guys, that is Alice Little. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I will be in touch, and you all take care. Have a great evening. Thank you. Bye.